هذا جمعا مرحوما وتفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما واكتفوا في الميزان حسنات ما يا رب العالمين Our talk today, inshallah, my dear brother, it's going to be about uh, one of the <coughs> prophets of Bani Israel. Um, as you recall, we have we have actually touched on uh, the Prophet Sulaiman alayhi salam uh, previously, and we said this is um, this is one of the prophets where, in a period of Bani Israel time, uh, the prophets had both uh, being a prophet and also a king. So there was a period in, in the time of Bani Israel where prophets were also kings at the same time. They were ruling, they had both the ruling of the Bani Israel as also, and, and also they were sent to Bani Israel as um, educators and as prophets. So Sulaiman was one of those uh, prophets um, and uh, I guess all of you know that he is the son of Dawood alayhi salam. Uh, his father is Dawood alayhi salam. And uh, Sulaiman was <coughs> uh, he was given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He asked Allah to give him three things. But one of the things that he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him is that to give him a, a, a ruling or a, 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 a control or, you know, kingdom that nobody in the earth will be given as such. And he was granted that. So he was given a, a ruling of Bani Israel. But also he was ruling jinn. He was he was given also the control of jinn and the control of the tire, the the, the birds that we all see, all the birds in the world at the time. Only the birds or all the animals? The, the birds, what's mentioned in the ayat is the birds. So he has control over jinn, ins and birds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he, he could understand the language of animals, but he wasn't he didn't have the control on the animals. But he had control on fire, on, on the bird. Um, <clears throat> so uh, these ayats that we are going to talk about that uh, narrates this story, this specific story of Sulaiman alayhi salam is from Surah An-Naml and starts with the ayah number 20. Um, I will read the ayat. <clears throat> and then uh, translate them and you know talk about the story a little bit. Um, this story is interesting because uh, we can actually deduce a lot of facts that can help us in our life. And uh, you know, as 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 stories in Quran always, as the nature of the stories in Quran always, they give us guidance and they give us education from these stories. Allah Subhanahu says. وتفقد الطير فقال مالي أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وتفقد الطير فقال مالي لا أرى الهدهد أم كان من الغائبين لأعذبنه عذابا شديدا أو لأذبحنه أو ليأتيني بسلطان مبين So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks in this ayah about Sulaiman عليه السلام and Sulaiman uh, he has all these soldiers and amongst them were the birds so one of the one type of the birds was uh, was assigned to a certain mission, and this bird type is called hudhud in Arabic. I, I'm not sure what it means in English, but hudhud is is one of the birds that is well known in Arabic. Uh, I'm not sure if it is the same babaga, or we call babaga also this other name. I'm not sure if it is the same thing. So anyway, we'll we'll find out what's this hudhud next time, inshallah. But I I tried to find. I could not 
I didn't have the time to find it. So anyway, he was talking to this specific. He was looking for uh, for the for his soldiers, uh, including all the birds and and the jinn and ants, whoever was you know was under his command, and he did not see this specific bird. Because uh, this bird should be when 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 he's looking. I mean, when when he's you know inspecting his his soldiers, this hood should be amongst his soldiers. But he wasn't there, so uh, he was asking everyone around him and was questioning where where is this bird? I mean, I don't see him any, any, anywhere around. Was he was he absent? Is is he trying to be absent from from his uh, you know from from the collection of the soldiers? Uh, if that's the case, then he will be punished. He will be really punished hard, or maybe I will even slaughter him if he doesn't, you know, if, if he doesn't show up. Unless, and this is uh, this is another hikmah of Sulaiman, because he, you know, he has he had he had the hikmah and ilm. Unless he comes back with uh, a proof of his absence, why he was absent, it gives you know, in other words, he comes with an alibi. So. <clears throat> That shows that one of the hikam that we should, um, uh, you know, try to understand from this this ayat, uh, and that is, uh, Suleiman was given uh, uh, a lot of mulk and a lot of control, and at the same time was given ilm and hikmah, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala shows us that how these ilm and hikmah can come together to serve, you know, to serve for the for the Islam, for the Deen, for the religion. And for the benefit of mankind and benefit of the earth and benefit of uh, building the earth, which is one of the, I mean, we, we build the earth as, as, as a serving to Allah SWT, as Allah SWT ordered us. Uh, so our purpose of being on the earth is building it, raising it, as well as spreading the word of Allah SWT. And that becomes, a, becomes uh, an easy task if both ilm and that means knowledge and uh, control of uh, wealth and power comes to a certain person, a certain man, a certain prophet. And that is that is materialized in Sulaiman The other thing he was also uh, uh, this ayah shows us that uh, a, a lesson of uh, leadership, a lesson of organization and management and leadership, is that you don't leave things. To go the way they are. If if somebody is supposed to do a certain task in your followers, in your in your people under your control, then he's always should be held accountable. He should be asked where he was, or where he was, what he was doing, and if he was doing what he's supposed to do, then it's fine. He can he can, he can get get away with it. But if he was he was trying to escape or was trying to um, do uh, other jobs that he wasn't supposed to do. Then he should be punished and should be, uh, you know, should be punished in, in, in front of everyone, and uh, you know, uh, so so that he sits an, as an example for for everyone. <coughs> so the ayat continues uh, talking now about the bird. فَمَكَثَ غَيْرَ بَعِيدٍ فَقَالَ أَحَطُّ بِمَا لَمْ تُحِطْ بِهِ وَجِئْتُكَ مِنْ سَبَأٍ بِنَبَأٍ يَقِينٍ إني وجدت امرأة تملكهم وأوتيت من كل شيء ولها عرش عظيم وجدتها وقومها يسجدون للشمس من دون الله وزين لهم الشيطان أعمالهم فصدهم عن السبيل فهم لا يهتدون ألا يسجدوا لله الذي يخرج الخبأ في السماوات والأرض 
So Allah Ta'ala continues talking about this bird. Now he hears from probably from other bears or from, from other uh, soldiers of Sulaiman that Sulaiman is angry and asking about him, where you are, where, where have you been? So you know he's he's trying he's trying to hide away a little bit and he wants to uh, he wants to reply to Sulaiman so that Sulaiman does not go on and punish him. So he tries to come up with something new, something you know, something serious, like bringing a news to him, so that Sulaiman forgets about punishing him. Because Sulaiman said, "I will kill you if you are in the wrong place." So he says, "I came up to you, you know, start you know, standing away from Sulaiman so that he doesn't kill him." And he says, I came up to you, Sulaiman, with uh, a news. So he's, he's, he's outspoken. He's telling, telling Sulaiman that I came with a news for you. And it's, it's an important news. And you didn't know about this news. And that shows that Sulaiman did not know the unforeseen. Sulaiman, he didn't, he didn't know, uh, you know beforehand, or he didn't know beyond what he, what he sees in front of him. So he's, he's, the bird's telling him that there is a, there is a news I'm, I'm bringing to you about uh, some people in Saba. And Saba is uh, a kingdom at that time, which was in Yemen. Now, uh, remind you that Sulaiman is talking from Jerusalem. He's now in Palestine. He's ruling the world from Palestine, and we're, we're specifically in, in Jerusalem. So he's talking about uh, the hudhud, the bird, is talking about uh, some people in Saba, in Yemen, which is a kingdom there. And he says, I, I bring you a real news, real-time news. I found a woman, he says, the bird is saying that, I found a woman that is controlling them, that has the, uh, that has, uh, that's, that's actually their, their queen. And she has a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of ni'am, a lot of uh, wealth, a lot of money and, and wealth and, and power. And uh, he, she has a, a huge throne. She has a, a huge throne that um, you know, contains uh, all the jewelries, all the gold and you know, all, all sorts of uh, expensive things. And he hasn't seen such a thing. I mean, this is, this is something big that she has. She has, she has built for her, uh, for her own where she judges, where she controls, or has the kingdom, uh, has the kingdom on, on, under her control. And I found her and her people, they are actually uh, uh, praying to Shams. They are worshipping Shams without worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which they should. And uh, Satan, Shaitan, has uh, made this the right way of Ibadah. So he, he, Shaitan has, has actually you know, he, he told them that this is the right way of ibadah. You should pray to, you should worship as shams. So they, they went astray because of that. While really they should be worshiping Allah subhanahu wa taala, who actually bestowed bestowed all these uh, all these uh, blessings and uh, and wealth on them. So uh, now the response, the reaction of Sulaiman. His, his anger has calmed down a little bit now because it's a news for him. So what he says later in the ayah, he says, قَالَ سَنَنْظُرُ أَصَدَقْتَ أَمْ كُنْتَ مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ 
اذهب بكتابي هذا فألقه إليهم ثم تول عنهم فانظر ماذا يرجعون قالت يا أيها الملو إني ألقي إلي كتاب كريم إنه من سليمان وإنه بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألا تعلو علي وآتوني مسلمين So the bird, uh, Suleiman told the bird, okay, if, if, you, if that's the news that you're bringing to me, we will check it. We will confirm if this is, if this is good, if what you're saying is true or not. So I'll send you with this book, with, with, with a letter, with a message. Uh, and just to see, just to check on you, to make sure that uh, what you're saying is true. Again, uh, another hikmah here. Uh, that shows how much Suleiman, السلام, as a leader, he wants to make sure what this one of his soldiers is telling him. So he has to confirm that with a proof. So he says, I want to check with you, to check on you if you are lying or you're telling the truth. So take this, my, my message to them and leave it with them. Give it to, to her in, in Saba. And just stand away and see what, how, they, how they will react to this, to this message. So uh, he delivers the message to uh, Balqis, which is the queen of, of uh, Sheba, Saba. And uh, she talks to her people. Now she, she will consult her people because she's, as a queen, that was um, another, another, also, uh, another idea that we should also think of, is that uh, a king or a queen should always consult his, uh, his, his, his leaders around him. And he should not should not be uh, taking decisions on his own like some of the leaders in this in this time that they they don't consult others and they take the decisions on their own so she was anyway she was consulting the the leaders around her the leaders of the army and so on and she says um there, there was a book that was or a message was sent to me from Suleiman, and uh and it starts with the name of god of course bismillah rahman rahim and it is asking uh, us to, uh, as, as a nation, as, as a kingdom, to um, not be so proud and you should uh, surrender yourself, surrender your, uh, your kingdom to Sulaiman. Or also it means that you should follow Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and become Muslims uh, and followers of uh, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قالت يا أيها الملأ أفتوني في أمري ما كنت قاطعة أمرا حتى تشهدون قالوا نحن ألو قوة وألو بأس شديد والأمر إليك فانظري ماذا تأمرين قالت إن الملوك إذا دخلوا قرية أفسدوها وجعلوا أعزة أهلها أذلة وكذلك يفعلون وإني مرسلة إليهم بهدية فناظرة بما يرجع المرسلون So she told her um, the people around her, the leaders of the kingdom, that um, what do you think? What should we do with this with this message from Sulaiman? And they knew apparently they knew about the strength of Sulaiman, and apparently he was he was the only power at the time in the in the air, or the biggest power in the air. <clears throat> so they said, their her leaders uh, in the army, they said, well, we have the strength, we have the power, and. Um, you know, we 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 really can fight Sulaiman. We can we can make a stand against him, and it's up to you. Uh, you know, you decide what whatever you want to do. But uh, if you if you wish us to fight, we will fight. We have we have that strength. We have that power. So <clears throat> she she was of the opinion that of those if 
those types of kings actually invaded us, invaded the kingdom of Saba. Then they will destroy Saba and they will destroy the whole kingdom. And they, they would cause problems, as, as you know. I mean, any war would cause problems, obviously. And it will make uh, the people of Saba, uh, you know, the, the kings of Saba, uh, you know, be, be captured and be uh, actually uh, uh, held as prisoners of wars. You know, and they, they will not become um, strong anymore. So I'm, I'm trying to avoid this. I will avoid and try and avoid this war by sending a present, um, you know, a valuable present to Suleiman, and we'll see how he behaves. If maybe the present will, you know, thinking that monetary money, money value will actually uh, take him off uh, this this request of following. Islam or, or following him to be to be part of his uh, of the kingdom of Sulaiman. So, فَلَمَّا جَاءَ سُلَيْمَانَ قَالَ أَتُمُدُّونَنِي بِمَالٍ فَمَا آتَانِيَ اللَّهُ فَمَا آتَانِيَ اللَّهُ خَيْرٌ بِمَّا آتَاكُمْ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ بِهَدِيَّةِكُمْ تَفْرَحُونَ ارجع إليهم فلنأتينهم بجنود لا قبل لهم بها ولنخرجنهم منها أذلة وهم صاغرون so when this, when when the hudhud and the, the people that uh, came with the present to Sulaiman arrived at Sulaiman, and said, well, "What's this you're bring, bringing me? What what are they sending me? They're sending me money. I mean, I'm not looking for money. I have much more money than they have, you know, because my, my, he had he had a lot, much more money and a lot of buildings, a lot of uh, soldiers around him. So what they have sent him is he's he's not looking for money. He's not after money." Whatever has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given me is much more than what you have. And you think that your your present is really nice and you're you're very happy with that present. It's not it, it's it's nothing compared to what Allah has given me. <clears throat> so he told uh, the messengers, go back. And if they don't come surrendering as Muslims to us here to be followers of, of my kingdom here. Uh, and Allah, followers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will send a big army to them and they will, you know, they will be abolished from the face of the earth. And they will, they will, be, they will be made, uh, be humiliated. Then he's now talking to the people around him, uh, including the jinn, of course. قَالَ يَا أَيُّهَا الْمَلَأُ أَيُّكُمْ يَأْتِينِي بِعَرْشِهَا قَبْلَ أَنْ يَأْتُونِي مُسْلِمِينَ قَالَ عَفْرِيتٌ مِّنَ الْجِنِّ أَنَا آتِيكَ بِهِ قَبْلَ أَنْ تَقُومَ مِنْ مَقَامِكَ وَإِنِّي عَلَيْهِ لَقَوِيٌّ أَمِينٌ قَالَ الَّذِي عِنْدَهُ عِلْمٌ مِّنَ الْكِتَابِ أَنَا آتِيكَ بِهِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَرْتَدَّ إِلَيْكَ طَرْفُكَ فَلَمَّا رَآهُ مُسْتَقِرًّا عِنْدَهُ قَالَ هَذَا مِنْ فَضْلِ رَبِّي فلما رآه مستقرا عنده قال هذا من فضل ربي ليبلوني أشكر أم أكفر ومن شكر فإنما يشكر لنفسه ومن كفر فإن ربي غني كريم. So uh, Sulaiman now um, he is asking the people around him. He she's this this woman this uh, queen in Sheba is very proud of her throne. You know that that throne that she made, uh, which is seems to be like a miracle or a wonder at the time. So he's uh, talking to the uh, 
all his soldiers around him. Who of you, my soldiers, can bring me her throne? I, I want her throne to be mine. I wanted to bring it here. And uh, one of the jinn, of course, human beings cannot do that. So one of the jinn said, and this was, the jinn was a type of jinn that's called Ifrit. Ifrit means a stronger type of the jinn, actually. It has, has more powers than the normal jinn. He said, I will bring it to you. I'll bring the whole arch, the whole throne to you before you actually move from your uh, your, your uh, uh, session. Because uh, Suleiman used to have sessions from morning, early morning from Fajr until noon, um, you know, looking after the business of uh, ruling Bani Israel. So he said, before you move, before the noon comes, you will find this throne near you. And I'll be, you know, I'm trustworthy because there's a lot of jewels and a lot of gold and a lot of uh, valuable things in that throne. So he says, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll bring it securely and I'll be trustworthy on it. Another guy was sitting, another soldier. He said, I, I can bring it to you before, just before you, when, when you gaze to the, to the horizon, when you gaze to the horizon, gaze as much, as far as you can in the horizon. And then before you blink your eyes, as you gaze away to the horizon, it will be near you. So that's, that's really much faster than before moving from his, <coughs> from his uh, session. And uh, he liked that, of course, Suleiman. So he started gazing. And before he blinked his eyes, returned his eyes back to him, uh, he actually, the, the, the throne was near him. Uh, and of course, Suleiman at that moment, uh, he said, "This is not. This is not by my soldiers. This is not by my myself. This is only from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. From the blessings that He given me, from those people that He made me control, and they they managed to get that uh, to get that throne. Now, <clears throat> the first person that talked about the Afrit min al Jinn, uh, he's we know he's from Jinn. So that we 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 all know. But the 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 narrate the the people who uh, made the translation of Quran were actually disc arguing about." Who's the other man? Who's the other person that uh, uh, actually managed to brought it even faster than Jinn? Um, some people say uh, a lot of people actually say that he is uh, he is actually one of the followers of Sulaiman. Close, close uh, was very close to Sulaiman. He was actually one of the writers of Sulaiman. You know, the one who writes uh, the minutes of meetings that Sulaiman used the sessions of he used to hit to to make. And he had uh, knowledge, and he had uh, knowledge of the book, the book at the time. And uh, he also uh, can actually ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his greatest name about anything, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will actually answer his request. That's a lot of the narrations say that. Other narrations say that he was another kind of jinn, another uh, type of jinn. And even some of the narrations went to the extent to say that even Sulaiman himself was saying this, what he, he, he did this himself. But uh, it seems the majority that they, they talk about this person that actually asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his name is, is, um, his name is Asif ibn Barkhiya. Asif ibn Barkhiya, he was the writer of Sulaiman. <clears throat> and he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring the throne with, with the greatest name of Allah, which he knew. And uh, Allah you know, uh, answered his, his prayers. So the point is that the, the, the throne was brought 
to Sulaiman in no time. <clears throat> And it was just there uh, beside him. And, and Sulaiman, uh, because he was a good believer, of course, he, he, he did not say that, you know, it's my strength. And he, you know, he was powerful himself. He was proud of himself. It wasn't, he said, it's not me. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that gave me this, this blessing. Um, something just uh, to stop here just a little bit. Can I ask about that quickly? Yeah. Um, I understand why I said it, but why do, you, why do they say anything about why? It's a law or it's it's actually um, a because way he has like he has a lot of uh, like skills or he has a lot of blessings um, mm-hmm. that he got when you know you can control the jinn first you can understand but then do they say like why it's mentioned at that time as opposed to maybe a different time or... yeah it, it's uh, there's a lot of um, again there's a lot of uh, writings about this yeah. especially from the Israeli yet from the People of Bani Israel really wrote different opinions about it, but <clears throat> but it, to me, as, as we see now in the, in the ayat that follows, it was a proof from Sulaiman to this queen that we are capable of doing things that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is capable of doing things that you, you you know you will be it will be surprising to you. He was he wanted to bring it to to him to bring the arsh so that he shows the queen that even that arsh actually she 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 made sure before she traveled to Sulaiman later on. And she locked it between, you know, with, with a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of locks and so on, so that nobody steals it, because she knows that it's a very valuable thing. And he managed to bring it. So it would be like uh, something, you know, would be shocking for her. Yeah. And it would be like a miracle for her just to show her that, you know, that, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do much more than what you think. And and that that's that's my my understanding of the ayah that follows. That's what I was going to say. That's what I'm going to say. Reading this ayah, <clears throat> and and this is actually mentioned elsewhere in Quran that uh, people at some time before us, even with all the advancement that we have around us here, they were much more advanced than us. They had, uh, Suleiman at his time, had uh, things that we would not imagine that will happen. Um, and we'll see now also just uh, just uh, in, in the ayat that follows, how these things um, happen and, and uh, you know, what, what, what were the, what, how was it at the time? How things were at the time? Um, and it is mentioned that uh, in a lot of other ayat that um, there, are, there were civilizations before you that were much stronger and much powerful than you and we can we can see some some of the athar we can see that the time of Fir'aun and so on and we see the athar the the, the, the remnants of those civilizations around us and one of those one of those civilizations is the time of Sulaiman um so no so Sulaiman now is talking to uh, after he got the the throne he says, Sulaiman 
فلما رأته حاسبته لجة وكشفت عن ساقيها قال إنه صرح ممرد من قوارير قالت رب إني ظلمت نفسي وأسلمت مع سليمان لله رب العالمين And this is, uh, this is the continuation of the story now and shows how the, how the story ended by this queen surrendering to Sulaiman, surrendering to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and became one of the, of the worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Sulaiman says <coughs> to the people around him that, you know, try to hide this, uh, change the colors, change the, the way the, the jewels are uh, distributed on this throne so that, you know, try, try to, make, to make it different from the way they, she used to, to see it. So when she now, now she arrives at Jerusalem, and she goes to see Sulaiman, and Sulaiman says to his soldiers, "Bring the throne to her, and let us see if she recognizes it." And they ask her, "Is this your throne?" You know, she's standing in front of the throne and looking at it. Is this your throne? And she looks at it, and she's confused because she sees that he's he's changed. There are ch things changed, but there are a lot of similarities in it. So, and she's 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 clever. In, in, the, in her response. She, say, she says, it might be. I'm not sure 100% it is the one. So, if, because if she, says, if, if she says, no, it is not the one, she sees that there are marks that it is, it's hers. But at the same time, she cannot believe that it was transferred that quick from Saba, from Yemen, to Jerusalem while she was traveling. It cannot happen. So she says, well, it looks like mine, but I'm not sure if it is mine. So it, it says, it might be mine. And, uh, uh, and of course, Suleiman continues that you know that uh, no, it is yours, and we were you know we, we knew about this, and we were because we are Muslims, we could do things that we have. We have soldiers here that could do things, uh, you know, much much better than what you can do. <clears throat> and whatever you have been worshiping before Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, that means the sun and so on, has actually brought you away from the the straight path and took you away from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. The other thing that he, he showed her, now he's, he's, she's standing just outside uh, the main, the main, you know, at the main door of the castle, of the castle of Suleiman. So Suleiman tells her, come in, you know, please go, come, come near to us, to, to, the, to, the, to the session. And uh, she wants to come in, but the, she sees water in front of her. Now, She's confused. How can I come to you? There's, there's so many, so much water. <laughs> Just you know, he, what Suleiman did through the jinn, he actually built a kind of glass that even today we don't, we cannot see this type of glass. But it's a, it's a type of glass that actually you can see through perfectly. So you don't think that there is anything there. You, you, can, you think that there is there's nothing there. So uh, she, he told her, "Don't, don't be afraid." It's, glass here there is glass that can carry you kind of a structural glass so it's, it's heavy glass and it can carry you but it is it is underlaid by water so there's there's water under it he made water you know flowing water under it and that glass on the top was built by the jinn yeah and the cat in his castle so okay it's, it still doesn't believe in Suleiman. so she tried to move her uh, her dress because she doesn't want it to get wet so she wants to hold it up, and she wants to step down. She, she, she will try her luck. And she finds out that it is really kind of glass. And 
at, at that minute, seeing all this, what Suleiman has, all his soldiers, all this glory, and she, she realizes that uh, this, this man is really a prophet. She believes now he's a prophet. And immediately she followed uh, Suleiman and she said, oh my God, I, I, you know, I commit crime by myself, not following you from the beginning. And she became a Muslim and followed Suleiman, uh, alayhi salam. Uh, so I just wanted to share this story. It's, it's a valuable story. It's a lot of, there's a lot of lessons in it that we, sh we, sh we should you know, bear in mind. And we'll get, inshallah, and see, try and see what's this hudhud later. <laughs> and the next time, inshallah, al-Qadim. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.